Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome to the Hive Podcast, where we talk tech, innovation, science, and entrepreneurship, and soak up all of the hot sauce that falls in between. This is a place where ordinary people with big ideas have the freedom to connect, innovate, and grow, while empowering our brothers and sisters on and off the African continent. Hosted by yours truly, Queen Sass and Afro Asia Mama, Alexa Walker. Buckle up your headphones, tribe, because you're in for a ride. What up, tribe? We are closing our conversation with Prasad and Charles. So sad. They have grown into really important characters on our show and at The Hive that we will truly miss. Sorry, I'm just going to try to hold back the tears. In our previous episode, we talk about skill exchanges across different cultures. If you want to find out more about how you can gain from cross-cultural exchanges, listen to that episode. This week, we talk about experiential learning and how that can add to one's personal and career development. Are you ready? Let's get it. So when it comes to the workplace and Kumasi Hive itself, what did you guys think of that? Because for me personally, I sometimes try not to research places because I want to come in with a fully open mind. I don't want any expectations. So what was your first impression coming into Kumasi Hive? When I first came in Kumasi Hive, it was a lot. I was really surprised about the energy we have in this group. Most of my coworkers are young professional and you have like this friendly energy that people enjoy to be together. And I think that was really something that blows my mind because you feel that those people want to be here and also you feel that they are willing to learn. So that's the thing that I will always remember about Kumasiai because it's so interesting to see all those interactions between those co-workers and also like how they are willing to, to push a community that they are growing into. When I figured out I was going to Kumasi Hive, I wanted to do some research. So I went on their website and thankfully they had a YouTube channel and a video that kind of did a tour of the Hive. And I was able to see uh, the makerspace. I was able to see the different offices, pretty much all of it. And that was my first introduction to the Hive. I was still confused when I was starting my role as to what I would be doing. It felt a lot like a Hive. People on different teams, doing different things, just trying to figure out where we fit in. It was a challenge in the first month. We found our groove and we fit into it. We kind of elbowed our way in. I know Charles did for sure. And uh, yeah, since then, it's, it's been about getting to know our different coworkers, their experiences, where they're from, all unique, and their talent, because that's something that we were shocked by. They didn't talk about their values and their talent as much as we expected. These are technical guys. The degrees, the software they knew, uh, the, the, the information they knew, we didn't know about that until we asked them. That in itself was a humbling experience. And that's something that we can carry back to Canada, having that kind of humility. I think you touched a good point about when we first came in, like to know where we are, where do we fit. Me too, uh, I did like a little bit of research uh, about Kumasiai before going in, but not too much. Yeah, I can totally relate with the, the little research that I did, i.e. looking at the website. Um, and for me, I also d- did not know what a makerspace was. I didn't know what an incubator was. So all of it for me was learning a new language. I feel flabbergasted sometimes with the amount of knowledge and expertise that a lot of the people here have that they don't actually 
talk about, like you were saying, you know, being in Ghana, especially Kumasi being a very like tech-centered space, that a lot of people do wear different hats, you know, they do a little bit of this, they do a little bit of that, and they, they hardly talk about it, but it's just so impressive. You sit down with them, you have a conversation, and just just listen and soak up, soak up all the hot sauce. And there's so much sauce to soak up. So I think that's been a huge experience for me as well. And it's amazing. It's been super amazing. How do you think your experience here will shape how you go about the next year in Canada? For my part, it was really interesting to know about uh, social enterprise. And I think Kumasiaev is doing a really good job of merging tech and uh, helping the community. I think this is really interesting for my engineer background. It's a way that I can put like my knowledge with my values. Um, there were a lot of uh, intangible things that I didn't think that I'd learn in another country. I thought I'd pick it up in Canada. Certainly professionalism, um, trying different things, trying new things, exploring new boundaries. Humility for sure. As soon as you asked the question, Alexa, I was like, uh, my eyes just... They lit up, but it's very difficult to describe. And I think that is not a problem with experiential learning, but maybe the necessity of experiential learning. It's it's difficult to put down the kind of experiences that we have here, the kind of things that we can take away and bring back to our country or back to our, let's say, our lives. It would be difficult to describe the holistic, I don't know, that feeling that we had when we worked here. But certainly humility and professionalism play a huge role. Being empathetic. Time management, for sure. We had uh, our retreat, and at our retreat, we talked about critical thinking, time management, professionalism. So those are all things that I think we could take back to, uh, to our lives, yeah. If you had to share maybe one or two lessons, like concrete takeaways that you've been able to build here, maybe something like, I made a mug by myself. Something similar to that. Would you be able to provide maybe an example that like you something that you've learned to do here? So initially, it was already not in my field really, but I was expecting it. So an impact analysis is not really related to my uh, university formation of electrical engineering, but I was really impressed of what I could do in this position. Just, I think, uh, write a newsletter. I think that's something I was not thinking I could do in my second language. I'm not super comfortable. I'm really glad that I pushed this French class too. Uh, I think that's an initiative that helped me a lot to um, get myself fit with my coworkers, to know them and create connection. And also, um, I'm really glad to be in this environment so I could uh, go in the makerspace or uh, with technical guy to, to learn some stuff. So I think it was a really good mix for me to have this technical side that I could use or learn about it and also to push myself on this other language and also to have initiative. For me, it would be the semi-annual report because that was arguably the bane of my internship. <laughs> it was my first time designing a report and it was quite lengthy as well, requiring all the different teams to hand in their reports meant that I had to communicate uh, that was a lot of uh, coordination, and it was a, a new field for me as well. I, I have a math background. I was comfortable with that, but when drafting a report and then designing it, it was difficult to, to figure out what was the best way of going about it. Big learning curve for me there. And then the communication to get all the teams to bring the reports in, 
getting the pictures, putting that all together, it was an experience. And it's definitely made me grow the most in an area that I didn't expect to grow in, in this internship. Yeah, I was part of both of those. So, I mean, I only saw a little bit of what happened with the semi-annual report. It looked dope, but I know that it takes a lot of work and you should be super proud of yourself and the newsletter um, and everything that you guys have been doing has been amazing. So to be able to say that you did all of that in three months, I think that's a huge accomplishment. I think for me, um, I think one of them has to be making a podcast. Never, I only started listening to podcasts when I got to Ghana and I became obsessed. I listened to podcasts maybe 50% of the day. And now, I mean, within the year, I've created one, which has been pretty amazing. And I haven't done it alone. I've done it with a solid team. So that was something that I learned to do. I learned to do a little bit of email marketing. And I think I really got to learn about business. And that was something that I had an interest in. And even though I, I only know it on a very surface level, it's pushed me to want to learn more. Like I signed up for a business class now that I'll be taking online after this. Because there are so many businesses that come through and being part of the media team, I get to meet a lot of the different teams and different businesses, the different programs. And I get to learn a little bit of everything and then I can do my own research after by myself. So it's never a dull moment at Kumasi Hive, I would say. Maybe for one of our last questions, I want to ask you guys, maybe from an employer's perspective and employee's perspective, why would it be valuable for somebody to work or live in a different context than they were brought up in? I think it's going back to your comfort zone. When you're in another context, you're outside of your comfort zone, you get a little bit lost. You don't know really where's your repair like you used to. So in that situation, it's a way to learn a lot about yourself and also to be open mind. I think when you're lost in a certain uh, situation, that's when you get open mind and you try to meet people, to interact, to have some kind of clue of what you should do. So I think it's a really important point to have in your life so you can learn to always be on that level of being open mind, even when you're in your comfort zone, so you can still learn and grow as a person. Another thing that is sometimes overlooked is the fact that we grew up very differently. And so our experiences shape how we think and how we act. Even the ecosystems that we are a part of, that we, are, that we grew up in, they're very different. And especially when you're working overseas, uh, the people that you work with will have different experiences as well, different ecosystems that they are part of. And by sharing that and by explaining and highlighting the, the benefits of each of your thinking processes, it's mutually beneficial because you can learn about yourself, you can learn about the other person, and the, ben the business would benefit as well. I think also it's a share of ideas. Like, like Prasad said, when you, you have really different backgrounds, sharing with different people can bring you different ideas and different perspective. And I think that's a really uh, rich thing to be part of. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think that coming from different backgrounds, you bring a different lens to the work that you're doing. So what I value and what I may look at is going to be different than what you look at or what you think of. And then also coming from such diverse places as well, there's a lot of beautiful magic that can be made together, you know? And I think that was something that I've been able to experience here at Kamasi Hive. So if you had one message that you wanted to share with the Hive tribe based on your experience here or just, you know, 
being away from home or going back home, what would that be? The biggest takeaway and the message that I would want to share with everybody that I learned at Kamasi Hive was that attitude trumps intelligence. And it's so much more important to persevere, to be positive, uh, to be retroflective than to try to look smart. Or even if you believe you're more you know, intelligent than other people, to show that. So I think give importance to uh, the story of people, their experience. I think it's, uh, it's really important. And it cannot be more real than the, the experience of someone. And I think it sh we should just listen more to those stories and make sure that they are listened and they are also taken seriously. I love that. So share your stories and make sure you listen to other stories as well. Um, is there any way that we can stay in touch with you guys once you have left us behind and we think of you only on social media? I'm on Facebook and Instagram. And if you look up Persodman, P-U-R-S-O-D-M-A-N, you'll find me for sure. So same for me, uh, Facebook, Instagram. Um, on Facebook, it's uh, Charles Olivier, Charles Olivier, Frenchy. And also uh, I got uh, my Instagram account, uh, Charlo <laughs> uh, underscore G-A-C-Q-U-E-S. So yeah, you can always reach out to me and don't be shy. Great. So we'll add those handles to the show notes so that people can get in touch with you. Thank you so much, guys. Merci beaucoup. It was such a pleasure to have you guys on the show today. And this is not goodbye forever, but just goodbye for now. Merci de nous avoir reçus. C'était vraiment agréable. Merci. Lord, I can't hold it in anymore. <gasps> Breathe, Alexa. You got this. Oh, it has been so incredible having Prasad and Charles on the show. We have learned so much from these two, from leadership and listening to dancing and just learning how to let go. I really love how they put an emphasis on gaining experience by stepping outside of their boundaries. And I can't forget this gem. Attitude trumps intelligence. You can have the brightest mind in the world, but if it's not open, if it's not willing to face challenges, your endeavors will be fruitless. This is something that we can all learn from. We can grow by working in different contexts and changing our perspectives. Sometimes the hardest part is taking the first step. All right, I'm running out of tissues over here. If you want to be the first to hear about exclusive offers and opportunities, join our newsletter via our website, KamasiHive.com. What do you want us to cover on our next season of The Hive Podcast? Share your ideas via Akumasi Hive on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or via email at media at Thanks team. See you next time.